Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Coming to you live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. In a jam-packed Rockin' Raleigh's on a Friday afternoon in New York City. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Coming up for the next hour as we lead you to the best friends forever who have two hours today. I'll be on the two hours. And yesterday. I was not aware of the best friends forever having two hours. I don't want to try to figure out why the Fantasy Football Frenzy didn't get two hours a day this week. Feel what I'm saying? I feel it. Nonetheless, all in kid, Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Medica. Let's get ready to hop right into it, fellas. Telephone lines open 844-843-6879. Before we hop right into it, Matt Medica, welcome, sir. Congratulations on your uh, first ever FNTSY bowling event. You were a part of the championship team, sir. Yeah, I feel like I was the aging veteran, the once great guy. That, yeah. It's kind of let the team down for the first couple of rounds, but when the money was on the line, stepped up and delivered. Matt Mo stepped up and delivered. Sussman was the MVP. Sussman was definitely the MVP. Matty Mo. What a fine performance in the championship round to go ahead and help the, the, the blowout that was of Team Craig Carton. All in, kid, Jake Seeley, wish you could have been there last night, my man. You probably would have done a little bit better than a lot of people that were on the lanes. Yeah, it sounds that way, but it sounds like at least it was a good time. It sounds like a good team won. So let me ask you this, Jake. For my first time bowling in 15, about 15 years, let's give or take. I was about 12. And the last time I was bowling... It probably was with the kids, so it wasn't that competitive. It was just like for fun. Last time I bowled competitively, yeah, it's been, it's, it's, it's been. You gotta beat your kids. No, 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 no. I try to, I try to punish them every time. So for my first time, Jake, in about fifteen years, a ninety-two and a ninety-eight in my two games. What do you think? I would expect it better. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for keeping it 100 with me. I didn't break 100 until the championship round. Right? Yeah. I hit like a 150 or so. Something you, you, got, you, you too, Matt. I would expect it better. You got to at least get triple digits. I'm thinking 110. Yeah. For, for me, I'll say this. We were doing the warm-ups in your lane yeah. where I had no barrier. I don't like the machine there. I like to move to my left. Yeah. And I was unable to do that. I felt Kind of, you know, trapped in boxing. My shoulder is actually hurting today. I got well, it. Well, it was because of the lack, of, a- just sucks. The lack of activity. <laughs> All right. So, a player who's per- a person whose shoulder hurt last season is Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback Jameis Winston. Now, we understand the situation coming up this year. It looks like he's going to be facing a three game suspension. As a matter of fact, Adam Schefter is telling everybody his son is going to get suspended <laughs> for three games. So, we know what that means for Jameis. So, let's get ready, Jake, to go ahead and break this down. When you talk about the assets on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, specifically, specifically, excuse me, Mike Evans, stud wide receiver, a guy that's going to be in the wide receiver one conversation. Here's my thing, Jake. With, these, with this possible three-game suspension, maybe he appeals in and gets a push back to two. I think they're going to take a hard stance with this on this one and give him the three games. How far do we start to drop one Mr. Mike Evans? Uh, not at all, in my opinion, unless okay. he is in the Pacific area, and you know that's kind of a deep <laughs> ocean out there. So, <laughs> like, look, the fact is, I'm not touching. I'm like, may honestly, maybe five percent for those three games, which means nothing overall, because the fact is, Ryan Fitzpatrick has proven that he's not only a capable quarterback, but he's pretty aggressive while he's back there. The only concern I have about Fitzpatrick is not about Evans. And I'll say that when we start talking about the extraneous pieces after Evans, but for Evans himself, I'm, I'm not moving him at all. Like I said, is maybe if I was coin flipping with somebody else, like not me personally, but if I was out there and like, maybe I thought Thomas and Evans were on the, the say, like I'm taking Thomas every single time, but I'm just an example. Thomas and Evans were neck and neck for me. Then I'd say, all right, well, I'm just going to take Thomas because I don't have to worry about it. So I can see it being a tie break for some people, but Evans himself, I'm not moving down. What do you think, Matt? For me, I have a top seven, and he was pretty much my number eight. It was him or A.J. Green. I was going back and forth on that. Okay. But that makes it easy for me. I'm going to take A.J. Green now. 
And I think Doug Baldwin does kind of enter the conversation because I do think Russell Wilson's going to have another big year, and I think Baldwin's going to obviously benefit from that. So right now, if you're on the clock and you're looking at Mike Evans and Doug Baldwin you need a, and you need your wide receiver one, second round, say that one-two turn, that two-three turn, something like that, where are you going? Uh, I tell you, if Jarek McKinnon's there and I'm at the end, I'll take Jarek McKinnon. You're just going to bypass the wide receiver, period. I'll, that, because I probably would be taking Antonio Brown because everybody else would be taking running backs. Okay. Uh, but I would probably still take Evans, but it's really close. Maybe I'd change it up, flip-flop it. But right now, I'm going to stay diversify. with Evans. What do you say, Jake? I said diversify. Yeah, diversify. Yeah. I do want to have shares with Mike Evans. Yeah. I, I really do, and if it, hopefully it dep- it is uh, stock gets dep- uh, depressed, and that's know. what I'm looking for for the stock. I, I like when Matt Medica Wall Street uses these Wall Street terminologies, market share and depressed stock and Prosperity. market market inefficiencies. <laughs> I love it, Jake. The market inefficiency on Mike Evans, right? Does the market inefficiency push him down to the Doug Baldwin, Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill range? I I don't know if I would go that far. I still had him up there as the end of that next tier with Michael Thomas, with A.J. Green. He was pretty much my last guy. I'm looking right now. Look, I updated the projections because the exclusive edge, you didn't even mention it. Exclusive edge package came out today, Corey. I was going to. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Evans is at the end. So for me, I have a top 10, but there's not like they're not. So I have Antonio Brown, Hopkins, Julio Jones, and Odo Beckham are in a four. Then the next six for me are Thomas, Adams, Green, Allen, Hilton, and Evans. Obviously, Hilton's going to be the one that gets kicked out severely if we have no Andrew Luck. But as of right now, but my point being is Evans is the last one. Then I start that next group, and we start talking about Baldwin and Thielen and Allen Robinson and Diggs and those kind of guys. I'm not going to push him into that group yet. Like for me, I, Evans is going to stay in that top, that next, that second tier, basically. I eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. As Jake mentioned, Roto Experts exclusive edge. Fantasy football package is now live for 2018. Everything you need to dominate this year, you can hop on over there right now. I don't believe we have any promo codes uh, to give out for you yet. So um, you definitely you know, just go. going to be interesting ones this year. I'm telling you. Okay. Excited. Ooh, I'm looking forward to what the promo codes are going to be. Maybe the promo code is check the link. Maybe that's one of the promo codes. I don't know. Whatever Gutter it is. Ball. Huh? Gutter ball. Gutter ball, ball could be one. Uh, yeah. Ball. Uh-huh. And that, that, that could I, be I, one. I do have a question here. Let's do it. I, I agree with the top five. I think I'm pretty much in on Jake with the way he had it for the most part. I don't think I, I haven't put T. Y. Hilton in there yet. My top ten. It's coming. I'm still not 100 percent sold on Andrew Luck. I'm sorry. All right, no doubt. But for me, uh, Michael Thomas is number five. He's there. Then it's then it's that next thing, and it's Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams. I think I got Adams one step ahead right now. I, I just think he's the guy in that offense. And, I mean, I, I do love Keenan Allen as well. But I think I would go Adam 6, Allen 7. Do you differ on that? No, I, I, you know how I like about um, Adams. I think Adams is the end of the first round guy this year. I think he's going to be the main cog for fantasy purposes outside of Aaron Rodgers in that office in Green Bay. Dick, when you talk about Deshaun Jackson, he had some moments last season with Ryan Fitzpatrick coming down the stretch. Kind of, I feel like... He might have played his best ball when Fitzmagic was out there throwing the football to him those weeks when Jameis was out with that uh, sprained AC joint in his shoulder. With that being said, he's already going late enough. Do you push him down because of this, or do you think he stays steady also? Uh, I don't know that he even stays steady, honestly. I know everybody's talking about it. Everybody's giving the four-game sample with Deshaun Jackson, did with Fitzpatrick, and touchdowns and stuff like that. Honestly, I think that's just kind of – pulling out information to make your argument. Like okay. the fact is Deshaun Jackson it's true information based, though. No, no. But what I'm saying is Deshaun Jackson wasn't so much different the rest of the year with James Winston. All right. Like, like that's the point is like, if let's look at Deshaun Jackson's season and let's look at Deshaun Jackson and he was pretty much what Deshaun Jackson's always been, but now he's more 80, 90% of that. My biggest issue is I don't know that he holds off Chris Godwin. I, I think if you're looking at the age, if you're looking at what Deshaun Jackson brings at this point of his career, if you look at the struggles he had last season, despite some of it being not a hundred percent, all that being said, Chris Godwin talent wise could be the part where he ascends this year and gets on top of Deshaun Jackson as the number two. And if that happens, then, you know, Deshaun Jackson's going to end up being a bust of a pick. But the fact is, you're not paying anything for Deshaun Jackson. Nope. I was in a draft where he was the 14th rounder, just yep. one of the last wide receivers off the board. 
I'm still not gonna. I'll still take a flyer on Deshaun Jackson in non PPR, not PPR. Uh, but the fact is, I'm not gonna kick him to the curb or move him up or do anything. Again, uh, we still haven't got to where the, the only thing that concerns me with Fitzpatrick is something we haven't even got to yet. All right, Matt Medigo. I, mean, I mean, for me, I mean, I'll go back to this. I remember watching the Bucks early on last year, and Jameis was going for him, but they were not making the connections. I mean, he was open against Minnesota. He beat the coverage against the Patriots on Thursday. What was football. the problem? He was just overthrowing them. I they, think they didn't he, have that chemistry. You know what? Yet. I think Jameis was overest was overestimating Deshaun Jackson's speed. That, I mean, that could be possible. The thing that I think benefits, I think, why he had this chemistry with Fitzpatrick. It's just Patrick is just going to close his eyes and chuck it downfield. Yeah. And, you know, hope that he's going to outrun the coverage and make the play. Yeah, I think Deshaun Jackson may have lost a step. That's what I really think it is. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't, if, like you said, 14th round, he's not a guy I would want to start. I'd be happy with him on my bench. Yeah. And, like, in a bye week, I, 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 I put him in and hope that's the week he goes off. Uh-huh. All right, Jake, let's get into it. O.J. Howard, Cameron Brate, how does this affect those two plays? I think it affects Brate. There you go. I think it affects Brate the most because Jameis Winston has eyes for for Cameron Brate. No, so this is is what I was waiting for. This is the area of concern where you have for Fitzpatrick. And you look at it, and if you look at what Fitzpatrick did in the game, he kind of keys in on certain people at times. And obviously, Mike Evans is always going to be in that mix. Whoever the number two is is going to see targets. But if you notice... Unlike Winston, as you just said, who had eyes for Braid, but also still paid somewhat of attention to O.J. Howard. Fitzpatrick comes in and he's one eyed. He's O.J. Howard all of a sudden. Cameron Braid doesn't exist. And so there's my concern. There's my concern with I I didn't really want much to do with this tight end combo anyway, Mm. because you you know know. me, I'm with you. I I, I love O.J. Howard's talent. I'm going to continue to say what I've said since the draft last year and was hammering everybody for it is Bray is the better pass catcher. OJ Howard is the better pass blocker. OJ Howard is the better all around talent, but the pass blocking is to his detriment in fantasy. Now, if it's Patrick's there for the first three weeks, you might be able to squeeze a little extra value out of OJ Howard, but still, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to invest too heavily in a tight end committee. How are you going to look at it, Matt? How are you going to break it down? Yeah, I'm going to, this is not, I, I mean, I like both players a lot. It's the fact that they both still exist there. That's going to kind of, for the most part, I mean, at the right price, yeah. I'll take him as my, you know, if I'm drafting two tight ends in, say, the leagues I play, that go 20 rounds. But, I mean, the tight ends I'm going to focus on are Delaney Walker and Kyle Rudolph. If I don't get them, then, like, Trey Burton and uh, George Kittle. All right, 844-843-6879, telephone number to get involved. So, um, so last night, right, when we was doing the bowling, Spitting speeds, Dane Martina came out on fire. He, he did. Came out on fire. That first game. He like, used like to bowl to 196, which is very impressive for, you know, a novice. Anybody. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. You're right. Very impressive for anybody. But it's like, I don't think Dane's out there bowling every weekend. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was good for him to come out the gate like that. But Jake, does he have a straight, straight bowl or is he, does he, have, he curved? I don't know if he has a curve or not. I wasn't watching him that. that, that. Oh, the ball it? did look good out of his hand. I, I, I was saying, the ball looked good. <laughs> he, like, 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 they, like Jacob DeGrom? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just curious because I'm a, I'm a straight. Mine, I'm a curve. Majority of people straight. do curve. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the, the straight is it's, – it's actually kind of tough because you're supposed to end up – when you finish, you're supposed to have your thumb pointing to the ceiling. But, anyway, I was just curious which way he bowled to, to understand, into. like, Huh? Sorry, I was talking to a young lady walking past oh. the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Take my mom. That was it. That was just the curious. Yeah. yeah, I thought the hardest yeah. part was like, it was like a pitcher on the mound. You were yeah. on the first base side or the third base side of the rubber. And that was, uh, I needed to find that sweet spot. Now, let me ask you this. Say like, you know, we're, you know, this was a, an event, a team building an event for us. Say like y- your wife came out, right? And she was a horrible bowler. Would you be like, hey, you got to bowl better? Or would you be like, go, baby, go? Uh, I would hope that she would bowl good. <laughs> I, would, I would be pushing for. I was disappointed with myself the first couple of rounds. Yeah. So you know, and just once you start getting further and further, you get more and more competitive. Yeah. I mean, I I I, I think I showcased that last night. Yeah, yes, you did a, a, a fabulous job with that. It depends on how serious they're taking it, Corey. Like if she's doing, the, if you could tell she's like taking it seriously and doing the best she possibly can. Florio's I mean, girlfriend like, was crushing it. She she got hot yeah, at one point. But, yep. Yeah, but like to your point, Corey. Though it's like you, you could be like, "Hey, you need to bowl better." But if it's with it's outside of her ability, that's yeah, not yeah, now. Yeah. I'm, I'm not there, gonna, I'm not going to berate her in front of anybody. Right. If she's like you know laughing as she's walking to the line, and like then I'd be kind of like, "All right, let's let's get serious here." I mean, yeah. maybe when we got home, I'd have to. 
<laughs> Don't do that, man. <laughs> you know you can't say that type of stuff now. <laughs> yeah, nah, I know didn't mention buckle or anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, but you know we kidding. We kid because we love. But yeah, I was thinking about that this morning too. I probably just be like, you know, are you okay? Are you comfortable? You know what I'm saying? You can, you know, whatever. No, I think it was a fun night. I think I think everybody there, you know, had fun. Nobody was, you know, ridiculing anyone. So everybody was there to have a good time, and I, I agree with you on that. Did. And everybody did have fun, so that was that was, that was cool. Um, good food, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Buckets of beer keep kept coming out. The move like of the that. night for me though huh? was I got an omelet on the way home, so I made sure that you know. it was good. All right, so you, Corey, went, well, what up? I, I told Christina step up your game. Oh, you when did. She was doing Ventra, bad. You, yeah. Oh, Ventra, Ventra I'll scold her. You know oh, oh, Ventra's a scolder. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Ventra. Don't get yourself in no yeah. trouble, Ventra. <laughs> oh, well. Ventra did. I got to give Ventra credit. You know, that third game or so, he just, he was our striker. He nah. was just. Now he came in. Y'all had three players well over 100 in that, in that championship round. My team was the first team to get eliminated. I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, but it's, it's, me and Lou left a lot of pins out there. I think Lou didn't have his shoes and he didn't have his balls. So. Yeah, well, we didn't. No, <laughs> nobody did. But definitely shout out to Lou and Craig for. Cool yes. event last night. And my man, Chrissy Bones, for, you know, running around and doing yeoman's work that he does. So, 844-846-879. What I want you to do is um, get on the horn on a future Friday because this is the last this is the last time we're going to have to chat for the weekend. So, I'm quite sure y'all don't have drafts already. So, you don't have, we don't got to get that deep into it. But if you want to spend this weekend, you know, doing some fancy football research, get on the horn and I'll ask us some questions. 844-846-879. When we come back, we'll get into some more news and notes around the NFL. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Use as directed. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. Hey, four 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 three six eight seven nine. Fantasy football frenzy. FNTSY radio. Hey, Corey. Yo. You see in the chat the guy asking for advice at lunch whether or not to drop a card. Drop a card. Yeah. What kind of card? BDM deal. He was at lunch and sees a girl. And he was asking if he should drop the card, and I said, Yeah, but you gotta just make it short and succinct because he said he's with another, she's with another girl. You just gotta say. I'd kill myself if I didn't take this opportunity. Just want to say, I hope I hear from you. And here's my card. I said, that's your option. Or you could do this. You could just go check the card. Oh, ah, okay. There you go. <laughs> hey, BDM, drop the card, bro. Drop it. Yeah, listen. I, I would go with the first round or something, like some some iteration of that. Buy you a drink. Screw it. Go all the yeah, way in. Buy you a drink. I think that's the right. What if you're at Chipotle? Here, I'm going to buy a soda. Buy her a burrito. Well, you could buy her a Doesn't Chipotle show like margaritas and beer? I'm not sure. If they no. actually, actually, no, that's most. Oh, I'm, oh, Chipotle. Well, they used to. Maybe they, they stopped. Whatever you do, you at BDM. If you like her, you need to say something ASAP. You know, don't shoot your shot when you got a chance. Listen, fantasy football frenzy. If we single, we are shooters. That is the rule for this program. Shooters shoot. We're the frenzy, and we shoot. Goon squad shoot, shoot, shoot. Goon squad shoot. So BDM, whatever it takes, shoot. Tell her you know me. Yeah, the worst case, she laughs at you, and, you know, you just walk <laughs> on to the next one. Yeah, you know, yeah, listen, it's worth the shot. Shoot or shoot, so don't let that opportunity pass you by. I mean, so. just because you didn't catch a fish one day, you're not going to put the pole back in the water? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's fishing season. Sundress season is a good time. You might as well you go out throw, there. You want to throw the card down and say, check the card? But then the thing about that is that's, that could I'm come across kidding. as arrogant. I'm about <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You do it in her face, too. You could go, go like this. You could be like, throw what it on the player? card and be like, right, check the, the red card. hat. <laughs> um, so, hip hands strong. 
No, no, you saw the red hat. He had the I red did. hat and the check. Had the red. The derby was slanted. He must be from down south somewhere. The derby was slanted, and then he had the you know the checkered shorts on. You know what I'm saying? Hey, did y'all see? I don't know if y'all saw a fantasy freestyle. It, was, it wasn't what Fred Dursch. No, it wasn't Fred Dursch. It was a black dude. <laughs> but it, it was a Fred Dursch look, Jake. Good call on that one. I don't know if y'all saw a fantasy freestyle the other night when when uh, Dane Martinez had the um the seven foot. Women I saw in, pictures of it. The seven-foot models in here. I saw Dane standing in between them. That was pretty funny. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? I, Are you, you a heightist? I'm not a, I'm not a heightist. I'm not height elite. You know what I'm saying? I'm not looking, you know, for stubby over here. But <laughs> can you imagine, though? You know what I'm saying? You at the nightclub, whatever, or however you go out with your lady, you know what I'm saying? And you all get to dancing and having a good time. And then she stands up, and she's seven feet tall, and I'm like, you know, you know, five, you know, eleven-ish. You know what I'm saying? You start doing the worm. Yeah. <laughs> How do you? You can't really, you know, explain going to the dance floor with your, with your, uh, with your, um, with your, with your old lady, and then everybody's dancing, having a good time, and then you got the basketball player, and it's just going to look weird. And even if she's been, you know, she turned around and start start twerking, ah, it's real awkward. Say, you I'll, feel I'll what I'm saying? In your face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her butt is going to be in your face. The, 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 the dancing aspect, I'm with you on. But, you know, in other curricular activities, I'd like to even try you want You want to climb the tree, huh? Yeah. <laughs> YOLO, right? You only live once. You only live once. All right, well, kids. Uh, I'm not trying to be the, uh, the spoon. <laughs> oh, the spooning would be tough. The spooning would be tough. Hold me. <laughs> the spooning would be tough. You'd be like, oh, Okay, I, I'll hold you. <laughs> you be holding her like, <laughs> like this is awkward. Look, yeah. There's one good thing, Corey. You could do it for like breeding purposes. So hopefully, get an athlete out of your kid. This is a Laval Ball move right here. This is a Laval Ball <laughs> move right here. Did his son get drafted? No, Leangelo Ball was not drafted. Uh, Laval nope. was, uh, was pretty confident. You're not going to hear from Laval for another two weeks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's going to be quiet for the next two weeks. So, um, no, we are not going to. Um, Court in the chat, Goon Squad member Court says he loves loves tall women. I don't have no beef with it. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Jaden's mom is all uh, taller. You know what I mean? Not that tall, but this was seven footers. These were legit no, seven I, footers. I, I did see the uh, pictures. And... A little bit too much for me, fellas. Eight, well, I mean, I don't discriminate against. Not discriminating. Where he did the helmets and he saw like how many helmets. Yeah, he stacked up for their the legs. helmets up. It was crazy. I saw that. That was wild. So, out the spitting speeds. I don't know if they was in in town for um. For a little bit, or, or whatever. I mean, I always had a thing for Brigitte Nelson, and she was a pretty tall lady. Really, you know, um, I thought in Creed, I didn't know what the storyline of Creed Two was going to be. I didn't know who he was going to be fighting, but I saw the trailer. He's fighting, I believe he's fighting Ivan Drago's son, I mean, which would that's kind of that's kind of corny though. Yeah, no, right. Look, I kind of stopped after Rocky Four. Uh, I mean, I remember I was like, you know, how could I have been? You haven't seen Creed. Uh, no, I haven't seen Creed. Creed is excellent, man. Really, I'm telling Rocky you, Rocky Balboa. I saw you need to see Creed. Creed yeah. is excellent. See, I want to see Creed, but that now that's just kind of getting derivative. You haven't seen Creed either yet, Jake? No, 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 no. I told we talked about this earlier yeah. this week. Okay, yeah. I, said, I told you it's the one that I missed, and then you just kind of never caught it with anybody else. And it's like I'm, I just, I still want to see it. I'm just saying this one now, like the fight Drago. So, like when you already had that whole situation, it's just. Yeah, like pick something new. Like, I, think don't, just, don't I think that's where they killed it at, right? That they should have picked something new. And Ryan Klugler, who directed it, he did Black Panther and Fruit Valley Station in the first Creed. He's excellent. But my thing is, like, why? We did this already. Well, I mean, that's a, yeah. got, everything's got to be a trilogy now. And I don't like that part. Most of it. sequels, for the most part, are not good. But the Rocky is this like Creed is essentially what Rocky eight Creed two is Rocky eight. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like Rocky four, I'll yeah. give it this. It was it's like a spoof on Rocky. It's pretty funny. Yeah, like uh, yo, I wait a minute, break you and all that kind of stuff. They had <laughs> a I saw ESPN did this. They said they more or less they were like imagine Rocky four was real. And they did a 30 for 30 on it. <laughs> oh, it was the greatest thing I've seen on it. Like, I must have watched it like three or four times. They had the logs. He's running up. The yeah, oh, they had the whole thing. They broke it down like it was like it was a real live event. Like they had like Max <laughs> Kellerman was like the um was the guy who was announcing it. And he was like, yeah, it was one of the best events I've ever. It was excellent. Um, So if y'all if y'all find that on YouTube or something like that, it'll be it'll be it'll be a good look. Um, But I'm going to go see the joint. I don't care regardless. It come out Thanksgiving. So I'm just looking forward to it. So um, yeah, well, see, I think one of the parts I love about Rocky One and Two was Carl Weathers. 
Oh, yeah. He was just so awesome. I heard a rumor that Carl Weathers is actually going to be in this movie, Creed 2. I would like to see that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I heard him. Yeah, like, I guess it'd be like a flashback scene or something like that, whatever. I mean, he was a hell of a... I mean, he was... Action Jackson. Action Jackson, Mm -hmm. but I'm saying, I mean, that dude was ripped back in the day. Yeah, uh uh-huh. He was no joke. All right, um... Jake, did you see this thing yesterday with Baker, May- Baker Mayfield and Colin Cowherd? Yeah, I, th- I thought that was, when I saw it, I thought it was old news because I thought it happened the day before. Like, what? I feel like it, I thought it happened the okay. day before and then it blew up yesterday. Slow, like, because slow I already saw, I saw his tweet from earlier this week. So I guess maybe the, he came out and said even more, but it, like, uh, I, I don't know. Do you want to set it up first? Yeah, so basically he comes on Colin Cowherd. Uh, Colin Cowherd has been very critical of Baker Mayfield. Oh, okay, so he actually went on the show. He went on the yeah, show. Yeah, he was on the show. He, okay. said, he, said, he, was, okay. he yeah. said he was undraftable at one point. He didn't like um, Mayfield's antics. He, he pulled up, he pulled him an example of Mayfield. Mayfield really handled that excellently. Really, I mean, he really kind of made Cowherd look like a prick, which is pretty easy to do. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt about it. Mayfield did an excellent job breaking it down. He's like, yo, Mayfield was like, you know, Cowherd brought up an instance where he was like, you score a touchdown here versus Ohio State, you run off alone in the corner of the end zone celebrating. And Mayfield was like, well, that's where the student section was. That's where the band was. Then after that, yeah, I went and circled that back. traveled to the game Yeah, was. exactly. That's what he said. Everybody that traveled to the game was over there. Then after that, I circled back to go be with my teammates. He was like, you're trying to make me out as not a team guy. Bring up an incident with the police. I think Mayfield handled himself and very well. Said, Why don't you check the other four or five touchdowns from that game? And then exactly. <laughs> so Baker Mayfield had a mic drop moment against Colin Cowherd. Yeah, he looked. He, I mean, he looked awful. The problem is, Matt. All the reports out of Brown's camp are saying uh, this guy is not ready to be a starting quarterback in the NFL yet. Take that. That's what they're saying now. Last year at this time, what was coming out of Cleveland? That Deshaun Kaiser was the man and that Deshaun Kaiser was ready to go. Where do you stand on Tyrod Taylor, Baker Mayfield, and how it affects this Cleveland Brown offense? I think the fact that you got Tyrod Taylor here, Tyrod Taylor should be the starting quarterback. I I think Mayfield probably does need some adjustments, does need to get up to par with the NFL game. And why rush him? You're coming off an 0-16 season. You have Gordon for hopefully a full 16-game schedule. You drafted running backs. Your defense looks really your defense. Your defense was a lot better than it. it the, the final stats showed last year, and they've they've added players. So this could be a, a very competitive team. I'm not saying they're going to be a great team, but they should be competitive. And at least let the kid learn by watching, studying film in practice. Let him get up to speed. There's no reason they have to start him week one. All right, Jake. What do you think? How you going? How you break this down? All right, well, first of all, for the Colin Coward thing. Yeah, I do that, that first. Just real quick. The, the fact is, is I love what he did, and I've loved the Baker Mayfield this entire time, and I even love him even more if it's possible. But my only issue with this is the fact that it's frustrating from the other aspect of, like, there's people like me, and I'm not the only one. There's multitude of people out there that support Baker Mayfield, that love him and talk about how great he is, and will back up the fact that the same thing he said and put Coward in his place, which, good, I'm really glad that he did that. But we have all these people, and who gets the attention? It's the people that go out in the media and say asinine comments and stuff like this, and it's all the negative stuff, and then the player goes on that show. Like, it's like they never go on the shows of the people praising them. They always go on the shows of the people bad-mouthing them, which just gives them more publicity. Like, Baker Mayfield, come on our show. Like, I'm not saying to our level, but what about, you know, the 17 radio shows in Cleveland who are talking about how great you are? It's just, that's just like that soapboxy type of thing. It's just it's frustrating for me. It's like, you know, like the three of us could probably be the most relevant thing in a week if all we did was badmouth players this entire show because we'd have about 10 of them popping up and calling us idiots. They can balance got millions in the bank. They come right yeah, here. Exactly. And- Look, Stephen A. Smith made it like Stephen A. Smith went from beat reporter, found the way to become famous, and that's basically what he does. He throws out his hot takes, and then you get thrown into the media, and you know that this. Yeah, he, he to be fair, he does have good points. And the Baker Mayfield thing, uh, I'm going to talk about Tyrod Taylor. Is I'm going to continue to do a comparison that I keep making with the Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray. Just because you brought somebody in doesn't mean the superior talent shouldn't win out. Now. Whether or not he is ready for week one is obviously going to be a question. That's a question with any rookie quarterback. I think he can be. And if he is on the same page, even, he doesn't even have to be better than Tyrod Taylor. If they're just on the same page come week one, start your future, start Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, because he is the definitive far superior talent, even if he's not quite there yet. So as long as he's not going to hurt you and he's not behind Tyrod Taylor, I'm starting him as soon as he's ready. I mean, I agree you could start him. But if they're saying, just say these reports are true, he's not ready 
And it's not that you don't have to play him at any point in the season, but you got a guy. If there was a like a guy like it was like AJ McCarron or Baker Mayfield, I would say just just, just go with Baker Mayfield, let him learn on the job. But at least Taylor can get you off to it. I want to get into some more poor reports out of uh, out of the Cleveland Browns in a minute. But first, let me bring in the homie Stephen in Massachusetts. Stephen, what up, my man? Steven? Steve? I don't think Steve's having Hey, sorry, Corey. What's up, man? What's the deal with you? Hey, Steve, let me ask you, how's your bowling game? Uh, I haven't bowled in a while, but it's not. It's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once in a while, I've got a couple of strikes, but, uh, I mean, uh, I've, I bowl probably about a 150. Oh, well, that's that's very good if you bowl in a 150. <laughs> now, listen, saying you bowl a 150 <laughs> and going out and bowling a 150, Steve, is two totally different things. You understand this, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, every now and then, every now and then, I'll have a, I'll have a pour out, and I mean, hey, it happens, right? Yeah, no, nah, 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 I feel you. What you got planned for the weekend? Uh, uh hopefully, uh, celebrating my uh, buddy's birthday. Uh, he, his birthday was on the nineteenth, so he wanted all of us to go out and have a couple drinks. So it should be fun. Where y'all planning on going to? Uh, well, we're probably gonna get something to eat, and then we'll probably go maybe to like a nightclub or something and see how that goes. Yeah, Steve. Oh. One of the most important things: do not grope. Uh, do not grope the Uber driver on the way home. Don't grope the Uber driver on the way home, Steve. And if you see a seven foot woman on the dance floor, dance don't dance with her, Matt. <laughs> Be careful because if she start, if she start, if she she start twerking, her butt's going to be in your face. <laughs> hey, after, after having a couple of drinks, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, ask your question. My God. <laughs> hey, hey, can I, I, I know I have to be appropriate on TV, but, but I, I, was listen, I was listening to you guys real quick uh, before I get to my question. Real quick, uh, I heard you were talking about some guy on the chat. He, he said that he was trying to shoot a shot with, with a uh, woman that that might have like another girlfriend. If I was if I was him, if, if he really wanted oh. to do it, he he should get the card and be like, hey, I uh, I'll invite you and my, and your friend to come. Oh, by. look and at I mean, Steve. Steve. Why not? Steve, He's going next level. Steve taking it to the next level and tossing salads. You might as well take your chance. That way, that way hey, you know. I'd listen. Steve needs to clear the junk out of his ears and listen. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, he said Jake. she was with another friend. It doesn't mean that he going to get <laughs> both. Doesn't mean oh, that yeah, he could be getting both mean. of them. I, Steve might be a pimp. Who knows? What you got, Steve? My question is, because uh, your segment yesterday it was on like the breakout players. How how important is it uh, as far as like the contract year goes? Because I know like a lot of players uh, that are like around here, like when they do like fantasy leagues, like one of the things that they like to do is they like to go after the guy that towards like the end of the year he uh, they just, they think that you know because it's a contract year, the guy's probably gonna perform so that way you can get the big deal. How important do you guys think that 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 is, and should that be something like uh, you should consider like in your draft? Perfect, perfect questions. Perfect questions, Stephen. Thanks a lot for the phone call and enjoy your weekend. And I'm just going to hand it over to Jake because Jake has already done the research on this, and I'm quite sure Jake is going to say it's an urban legend. It's 100% a myth. I went through 10-plus years of data. It's a myth. There is no such thing as a contract year. There's nothing. There's no The actual results was there was about 30-some-odd percent that performed better. There was about 30-some-odd percent that performed worse. And the or, or the same, the 40% was worse. There was actually, if you want to go back and look, and I st- I'll go back and try to find the article. The problem is it was for football.com at the day, and they're not around anymore, not surprisingly. Yeah. But at any point, there was actually more people that performed worse than they did on the, like, and I also took it wasn't just like the year before because I know what a lot of people are going to say, well, situations, opportunities, all that. No, I went back and I looked at you also, first of all, had to be relevant to begin with because, you know, if you go from never playing to playing 16 games, that's going to be a change. But I also didn't look at, you know, I took out the people who got hurt. I took out people that actually went to a team and ended up being the backup. So it's just, it was an overarching thing of looking at every type of situation. And there's basically almost a third, third, and third, better, worse, and even. There's no, it's it's a complete myth. It doesn't affect anything. Yeah, no, I'm going to agree with Jake on that. I I think, you know, if you if it works out, you can put it towards your narrative. If it doesn't work out, you'll just dismiss it. I, I'll look at current events right now. Look at Bryce Harper in baseball and Manny Machado. One guy, both the free agents, one's having 
a terrible season. One's having a great season. They both want to make, you know. Is Bryce Harper overrated? I don't think he's overrated. <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't know how he's batting like 200 or 210 Crazy. on the season. But, I mean, the guy's had one of the best seasons already. He's only 25 years old. Uh, he was having a great year last year and then got hurt, you know, uh, running to first base. Well, so. he's he's overrated for what people want to treat him as. You're, I understand what you're saying, Matt. But for people like thinking that 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 what if that ends up being his peak season? And I'm not, I'm not saying I don't agree, agree with you. No, it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's what he wouldn't be the first player to do that at a young yeah, age. That's true. But I agree with Matt. He's still young, still plenty of time. But where I say overrated is people might think he is Mike Trout that level, and he might never get back to that. There's still three months left. Yeah, that is true too. But you talking about somebody? You probably some talking about some, a franchise giving him a half a billion dollars? Not if you batting two twelve, son. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Fantasy football frenzy on a Friday. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Yeah. Fantasy football frenzy on a future Friday. Turn it up a little bit, Florio. We had a good time last night. Florio was out there chilling with us. Brought his old lady through. Shout out to her. Matt Medica was out there. Shout out to him. All in kid Jake Seeley. Are they are they even old enough to drink? Yeah, they are barely they barely made the legal drinking uh, age. Barely. I not, think I know what's coming. Barely made the legal legal drinking age. You know what I'm saying? All in kid Jake Seeley. He lives in Virginia. If he lived um, someplace closer than Virginia, say he lived in Jersey. I think Jake, Jake should have just drove up for that. It would be probably so, but I, I think he'd been willing to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But sometimes sure. you have coworkers that live right here in the general area of New York City, New Jersey. Weehawken. Weehawken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That general area where you can just easily... Uber it. You know, Michelle live in Jersey City. She was out there with that drinking and Shout having... Shout out to Jersey City. I worked there Jer- for like eight years. <laughs> Shout out drinking and chilling with her home, with her co-workers and stuff like that. How you doing, Maria Marino? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well, thank I you. I mean, I was actually even better before you literally twisted my arm to come sit in Don't say chair. that because they're going to think it was... I'm going to get... <laughs> Goodell going to suspend me for six weeks. I'm like, what? I just... Just helping her come in the studio. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Maria, what, yes. happened, what happened to you last night? Where was Maria last night? Yep. First of all, this is going to sound terrible, but I completely forgot about this shit day yesterday. Don't do that. How can you forget about the, the night of drinking? Because... It was a day off, and when I have a day off, I don't come into the city. And I went and played volleyball. <laughs> you went, everybody, your coworkers out bowling and chilling, and you playing volleyball? I'm sorry. I, I went and played volleyball, and I came home, and I remembered, oh, tonight was that thing. Actually, that thing? I, actually, I don't even think I remembered until, like, this morning. But everybody was talking about how much of a good time they had. Something like that. People were talking about last night, and I was like, oh, the bowling thing. How was that? Yeah. Well, Corey, now you know how she feels about her coworkers. Thank here. you. That, yeah, Jake. That's not true. Fully get an understanding. That Honesty thing, is the best policy. Yeah, that thing. She forgot <laughs> about always us. I'm always going to be honest. What can I say? She was, oh, this lady's pregnant. She was playing uh, bowling. <laughs> she, no, it's a lady walking through the ball. I mean, not Shiny the ball. Red but, ball. <laughs> no, if anything can happen right now, and it's going to just come out of my head. So we oh, was talking earlier. Hold on, hold on real quick. This will make Maria happy. Do you see what's behind me, Maria? What replaced Eli Manning? You see? Take a look oh, over there. Oh, nice. Saquon Barkley. I approve. I approve. That does make me happy. Actually, you're a big-time Giants fan. I remember last year when oh, they yeah, benched Eli. You was about to cry. She was about to, <laughs> she was about to cry that, that Sunday when they benched it Eli. It was so wrong on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Maria, we was yes. in here. Did, I don't know if you've seen uh, on YouTube when Dane had the two seven-foot models in here. 
the female models. No, seven, I did not see that on YouTube. Two seven feet, seven foot tall female models in here, the fantasy freestyle with Dane. They, were they really seven feet? They were seven. Matt? Oh, well, yeah, well, they, they looked seven feet. So they were but, like KP. I thought the, <laughs> oh, they were models. I thought they were best. I thought they were WMA players. No, they were models. They, they were. They were. I, I saw. But it's a paper over Maybe. there. Some kind of flyer about the seven foot models. <laughs> they were better than KP because they could actually play right now. Exactly. <laughs> well, Maria, would you date a seven footer? Uh, a seven foot male. <laughs> unless you have, unless you got something you want to announce today. I was talking, oh, you're about, talking a, about seven foot models. I was talking so. about seven foot male. You date a yeah, seven foot male. Really? Yeah. Like, men can't be models? That's very sexist of you. That's not what I said. <laughs> words in my mouth. Um, no, I, I, for me, usually the issue is finding somebody taller than yeah, me. Yeah, but seven so foot is extremely tall, though. It is extremely tall. That's over a foot taller than me. Yeah. So um, I could wear heels. Not that I want to, though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'd be open to it. Definitely. You'd be open to a seven footer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, seven footers are kind of, you know, duh, duh, <laughs> they're kind of low. You know what I'm saying? What are you well, trying to say? I would, hope, I would hope they'd be athletic. Like, they you know me. I like volleyball. I like basketball. I yeah. love, love me a good athlete, you know, tall, How do you athletic. think it would be spooning with a seven foot male? Well, it'd be great because I could be the little spoon. Like, okay. like no, no worries yeah. about that. And I feel like there's really? been times. See, that's what I was saying. It would be weird if it was the other way around. If it was a guy had the seven foot woman by a seven foot girl. <laughs> Look, it's happened to me. I'm a pretty tall girl. It's definitely happened to me where I've, I've, you know, you've reluctantly been in, been in the the bigger spoon you've role. Been the big spoon. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. How did that? You, you, how did you? Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I want to be the dominant spoon. I would. <laughs> would I have like you know. Yeah. I wouldn't feel right. For <laughs> I want to be the dominant spoon, Maria. You do. You've had situations where you're not the but dominant spoon. But you know spoon. me though. I'm I'm a dominant. Yeah, but you. Need- but I would think most men today would have no problem with it. They probably wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, it, it also depends on how comfortable we are. You know, I, I don't. I don't feel like I just spoon with just anyone. No, I don't even remember the last not. person I spooned with. Really? You want me to help you? Mem- <laughs> no, no. I've, I've been working too hard, Corey. I don't have a personal life, so. Oh, okay. Well, well, we all. Um, Besides Ugh. playing volleyball instead of going well, out that's good. That's good. How, how, what about your volleyball? It's volleyball. Dudes play the volleyball with you, right? Yeah, I've been playing co-ed. Um, so, so, just, so you have a, you have a, uh, do you have an eye for one of your uh, teammates or somebody in your league? There's like, there's two, two or three people that are, we're thinking about playing tournaments. I played one tournament. So no, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm talking about dating. I'm not talking about oh, tournaments. Oh, we're talking about dating. <laughs> Any, oh. Would you date any of the people you play in this um, volleyball with? Probably. I mean, they've some have tried to date me. Um, oh, no. Tried and failed. Try. Yes. <laughs> no way I don't sound like a She pretty much spiked the opportunities. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice, nice one, Matt. You spiked the opportunity. If I dig you. Right. Oh, oh, there you go. If I dig you. <laughs> Right quick, Is report that like the Valentine's Day card of volleyball. Yeah. Oh, oh I like that. I dig you. That's what you That's know. You one, know Jake. what to get me. Nah. Oh, Jake, that was an invitation for Valentine's Day. Matt, that sounds like a, I, I think Jake's driving up. She snuck that in there. She snuck that. She was like, oh, now you know what to get me. She snuck that in there. Maybe Jake like a big Winnie the Pooh so he can go. Uh... <laughs> hey, hey, Corey. Yo. From before, check the card. <laughs> <laughs> Jake gonna give you his business card. You can holler at him. Oh, gotcha. All right, let's get some football right quick. All right, so bet. So the Cleveland Browns reports out of the camp, right? The running back coach, I can't think of what his name is. Oh, uh, I think his last name is Kitchens or something like that. Said Jake that it is going to be a hot hand approach. He said we got three talented guys in Chubb, Hyde, and Duke Johnson, and whoever gets the hot hand is going to be the guy we're going to go with. Jake, are you calling BS on the hot hand theory? No, I'll call it a finance a hot hand for now. But by week four, I give the over under Chubb is going to have this job. This is the fact that the most talent always wins out. We do this every single June, every single June. We joked about it last week. I told you Mike Clay was the one who tweeted it. It's the RB life cycle of the offseason. Veteran is there. Veterans getting the carries drafted, more talented running back in the draft. The, by the time first week rolls around, guess who's getting the touches? It's the rookie. It's the more talented running back. Running back is the one position where talent wins more often than any other position. This will be Nick Chubb's backfield. Duke Johnson is still going to get his. But at some point, when I, and I say by week four, it's going to be Chubb leading this backfield. I'll agree with that, but Duke Johnson got paid way too much money. He's too good of a pass catcher. I mean, he's one of the premier pass catchers 
in the league. So uh, he will have a role. I'm not afraid to draft Duke Johnson. But, you know, it's just unfortunate for Carlos Hyde. And that's the thing. I think Carlos Hyde might be the odd man out in this situation. It's a situation that I want to see develop a little bit more along the course of the offseason. So, of course, we'll keep you covered on that right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. But, uh, I don't, like I said, I don't think too many of y'all are drafting this weekend. What's good with you, Wait, Maria? Jake. Jake. Wait, 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 who's calling oh, Jake? This is Ventra. <laughs> oh, my God. Question. Wait, like, since I'm just, there's a lot of people on the floor. It's a lot of people on the fourth floor takeover. speaking freely. I thought that was Some God for me. a second. Something me about what Jake said. Speaking freely. Go ahead, Ventra. You can Drake. speak. He's got Drake so far down on the list. Drake's the obviously more talented, better running back than Frank Gore. But you're saying always the younger, talented running back wins out. So how could you not think that Drake wins out over? He's coming for you, Jake. Coming right for you. Coming right for Uh, you. Because I'm I'm done talking with idiots who don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How how much longer till break? I kind of got to get out of here. That wasn't a good answer. (laughs) We'll get into that next week. We'll have Jake versus Ventral. They can play that. Maria, where the hell are you think you're going? I have to go uh, eat some food and I have to prep for my other job. What's your other job? (laughs) What other? What you doing today? Um, I'm doing SNY today. Okay, you got to go up that joint today. Yeah, yeah. one where she would show up for bowling plug. for those guys. Yeah, yeah. I bet you you would go bowling. True. I bet you you would go That's bowling with. Not you'll go bowling true. with. You would go bowling with Chris Collin and those dudes. <laughs> you guys are my homies. You know that we're gonna go out. We're gonna go out another time. I'm gonna make it up to you. Okay. I apologize. It was it was complete. Uh, just you want to you want to of... give us a hot take on the Browns running back. Nick uh, Chubb, it's not really a hot take other than to say that when you say you're going to ride the hot hand, that's really just another way of saying you're going to play the best running back. And so whoever's going to be, you know, who you think is going to be playing the best and Jake said has has the most talent is usually, you know, who ends up succeeding at the running back position, then that's who they're playing. All right. so I don't how think many, it really changes anything. How many fantasy leagues you going to be in this year? Um, probably two or three. Two or three. I don't. Know. I don't want to do more than three. Keep it flex light. Leagues? Excuse me. We should invite her to. Are you gonna enjoy the? Uh, should I send you an invite to the flex? I can confer with What's Jamie Eisenberg so you can step up, step up to the big oh, boys. That's a good idea for you, Maria. Step maybe in, you'll get a card. Is that a challenge? It's like the fantasy league of yeah, experts. It is. Yeah. How many? Uh, how many teams in the league? Do we know? Twelve teams. Twelve team league. Twelve teams. Oh, of twelve. That'd be easier than my previous. <laughs> No, obviously the competition is going to be way heavier, but the, the two leagues I did last year were 14 and 16. So that was tough. Um, so I would be down. All right, there you I go. You can slum it with us then. All right. No, no, bring it to the, you, we have one of the one is going to be in DC and one is going to be in New York. Is that two so? In New York. And two I mean, in New I, York. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, I'm up for it, but come I know the, what I'm going up against. I'm a little, it's going to be a little intimidating, but I think the, I can hold the, my come, own. Come to the DC one. How? Why? why well, I, I tell you, I tell you off air why. Corey, <laughs> <laughs> yo, what up, Jake? You don't, you don't send the invites. Oh, all right, my bad. <laughs> Jake's in charge of the flex. There all you right, go. Jake, you, um, you know where to send my invite. I, I think. Okay. I think. Yeah. Should I he, need to get some food. I'm should like, he, should he text it to you? Uh, whatever mode of communication he deems um most effective. There you Carrier go. Carrier pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you, are you going to leave us now? Maria? I have to go. What are you, you going to eat? I don't know. Probably some sort of sandwich. A right. sandwich. Got to get some coffee. Got to do some reading, some studying, some notes. All right. Well, go do your thing. You, 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 you rolled out on us early today. I'm sorry I missed the shit. Didn't show up, didn't show up last so, night. But I'm you'll so go sorry. hang out with your SNY friends. That's not true. So we at Chris Collins barbecue this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Possibly. But I still would love to hang out with you guys anytime. I love you guys. I do. We, we love you too, Maria. All right. Bye, Nora. Goodbye, then. <laughs> All right. Roto Experts exclusive edge fantasy football package on sale for 2018 right now. Head on over to rotoexperts.com. All the great work to All In Kid Jake Seeley. This gives you your full access to the link all season long. Can't forget Scott Angle. I'm going to have my stuff in there. Uh, by tonight, tomorrow morning, something like that, Scott, that'll be coming. But Jake sent this big, long email about, like, the, you know, the proper way to write things. So I have to go through that and check mine and make sure I match it up. You know I'm what I'm saying? I'm going to send an email editing. I'm reading my article, which, which I do like a lot, but a couple of little yeah, I got to change stuff. Because been... after Jake sent that email, now I'm like, okay, I got to go back and change stuff. Because I remember I was writing. I mean, I'm talking to the king, like, every day now. We're yeah, like, well, that's always good. The only person I talk on the yeah, phone it's with is my it, mother man. and Scott. <laughs> but I have to say, Scott cracks me the hell up. 
every damn time on the phone. Now, Scott, yeah. I'll look right now. Uh, so I've got, let's see, mom, Scott, Kirk, Scott, Scott, mom, <laughs> Justin, Scott, 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 my doctor, my friend, Justin, my friend, Tim, Scott, Scott, Dr. Martin, Scott. <laughs> there you go right there. All right, we're going to get Bill ready. Bill Enright, to... Scott, Scott. <laughs> Bill Enright. That's interesting. All right. We're going to get ready yeah, to well, sign well, off well, YouTube. Well, I, I can talk to other people in the business. Yeah, no, nah, you can. I, no, I, I, Bill Enright followed me on Instagram another day. But that's what's up. Shout out to Bill Enright. Um, everybody, YouTube BFFs to be up here next. They got a two-hour BFF. Matt will be sitting in with them, right, Matt? Yes, I will. All right. So eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. If you want to get in here on these last couple minutes, Goon Squad, everybody have a good weekend. All right, Jake. Let's get back into it. Uh, with Ventra, with, with, with Ventra, Ventra was saying Ventra was trying to call you. No, no, no. Time out. No, no, no. There's nothing. Ventra tried to take something out of context. That's all it is. All right. So uh, I'm not. I'm not going down that road. I refuse to go down that road. Ooh, I like well, that. Wait, why? I'm like, oh, <laughs> Ventra once again speaking freely. I don't acknowledge inane arguments. Why is it inane That's when it. you just said that more talented running backs win out every time? Kenyon Drake versus Did I say every ball. time? This is what I'm talking about. You this did. is the BS I'm talking about with you. you did. I'm done. You did. I'm done I, talking to you. All right, Ventra, let me, let me get ready to wrap it up for the weekend, Ventra. Thank you. For your uh, opinions and 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 good job last night. You came through big time in that in that last one, Matt. I, here's the thing with the, with the with the Browns running back situation. I just want to see more. You feel what I'm saying? I want I want I'm not going to go in on a Browns back like on a, if I'm if I'm playing hot for money and a season a redraft. I'm not going to go in on a Browns back until I get a little more information come out of training camp. But uh, what is in the drafts you've done? What is Nick Chubb's ADP? He's in the seventh, eighth round. I, I'm fine with yep. that. I'm, you know, even if he does, even if it's not till say it, it is definitely Chubb at some point. It's week four. I'm fine with it. in the seventh round. Yeah. You know, I just I, don't want to play that game we played with Mixon last year. But Mixon was going in the third, fourth round. Yeah, it's just totally different. different. You know, yeah, it makes sense. Is, you know, it's why like. Sammy Watkins in the sixth. I love this year. I'll probably draft him in the fifth. Who knows? By draft day, he might be the in the fourth. Too. And I know, Matt, you'll understand this as well. Corey, that's part of the problem, too, in fantasy in general, is people – once the draft is over, draft cost means nothing. True. Like, I, I tweeted this out earlier this week. If you're still trying to tell me Bryce Harper deserves first-round value in a trade, you're out of your damn mind. Like, at this point of the season, mm -hmm. I don't care. We know what he could do. The draft means nothing. Don't come to me in trades and tell me this is what I paid. I paid I yeah, this guy. Take, you're right. Round. You're right. But I'll, I'll give the counter is they're going to say what he possibly can do. And it's like you try and sell a guy who's been awesome for the first half that has no track record. Nobody's going to, you know, exactly. I, I'm not saying you're wrong, but that's just how people are, are going to view it. And I understand it. I'm not disagreeing with you. But if you want to get a trade no. done, you got to get Yeah, it. I, I, I tweeted out that same thing. It's people want to cut, like, and I brought up pitchers at that time. It was like Jose Quintana was the one. I forget who the other one was. But somebody was pitching over their head. Quintana was dirt poor. And it was, I don't want to sell you Quintana low, but I want to sell you this pitcher at his value that he is right now. It's like you can't have it both ways. But my point to this being, Corey, is what you were saying is the Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb is a good example because if Nick Chubb goes down the Mixon route, People are going to be more willing to cut him because he only cost a seventh, eighth round pick. People didn't want to cut Joe Mixon because they cost a third, fourth rounder. All right, it makes sense. I I can dig that, and, I, and that that that's a good theory. I think I just seen Jen Piacenti on the outside. She's going to be on fantasy. She's going to be on on, on on the BFFs. All right, cool. Is she? Is she? Is, is maybe one day she might be a BFF. Could be. She's honorary. Honorary BFF. No, I've never been an honorary BFF. I've, you know, I just made it on after all this time. Here. After all of this time. I was like, never yeah. have I, was I been invited. I considered crazy uncle. <laughs> everybody out there on the sound of my voice, have a good weekend. Shout out to everybody on the fourth floor. Thank you very much for rocking with me, putting up with me. And I appreciate that. For the all-in kid, Jake Seeley for Wall Street, Matt Medica, the fantasy best friends, up next.